everybody welcome back to elder geeks game club this is episode number 38 the walking dead my name is steve and with me as always is phil phil how are you doing this evening good how are you i'm doing pretty good doing pretty good had a little too much to drink at the office christmas party earlier but uh (laughs) i've had some coffee and water and i'm gonna try not to slur too much uh (laughs) randy is also with us this evening randy how are you doing Doing all right. Just got up from my nap. I'm rocking some coffee. It's 9.30 at night. Normal men sleep at this time of the night, right? Wow. <laughs> got up from your nap. Yeah. <laughs> it's the way you got to do it. How else is the site going to do, do everything oh. that it does? Ugh. That's crazy. You're Love like it. Tyler Durden. You sleep like an hour a night. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> it's kind of funny. I really do that. I, I sleep for a really short amount of time like, throughout and then the he day. Goes and, and then he goes and does terrorist acts with meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> his name is robert paulson so anyway coming uh for those of you joining us maybe for the first time uh what we do here on the game club is uh we'll, we'll pick a game we play it for a couple of weeks and uh kind of collect all our thoughts on it and then we get together and do this show where we kind of just have a informal discussion about the game things we like things we didn't like uh and then we put it out there for the masses to enjoy hopefully uh, <laughs> And this time around, we played uh, The Walking Dead. Um, So before we get too far into the show, I just want to, right from the get-go, we're talking about The Walking Dead, the Telltale game, the recent one, and we are going to be spoiling things very heavily. Um, So if you have not played the game and you're planning on playing it soon and you don't want anything spoiled, uh, I would recommend you turn this podcast off and then maybe come back to it after you've had a chance to play The Walking Dead. Uh, We certainly don't want anything to get ruined for anyone that said... Uh, we will also probably be doing a bit of cross-talk about the Walking Dead television show and the comic book as well, because this kind of has things that uh, hook into both a little bit. Uh, so, again, if you haven't seen the show up until the le- end of the last season, and if you're not kind of current on the comic books, uh, we'll try not to spoil that stuff too bad, but... But fair, just be warned. Fair warning, we're going to be talking all things Walking Dead, really, on this episode, and... and I would hate to have anybody have something spoiled and, and be upset about it. So, Yeah, there are going to be spoiler snowballs being thrown all over the place in this one. I'm sure of it. Yeah, yeah, because all three of us have played the game. All three of us are up to date on the show. And I think I'm the only one who's read the comics, but I know you guys have kind of dipped into Wikipedia and stuff a bit. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. uh, <laughs> kind of know uh, some of the major plot points that happen in the comic book. It's the poor man's comic book. Yes. Wikipedia, no pictures, but you get the plot line and everything. <laughs> all, all in three or four paragraphs. It's, right. it's so neatly arranged. Uh, so, okay, I'm going to give you guys a little uh, background on the game. Um, it's recent, so obviously there's not a ton of history. However, uh, it's a The Walking Dead is a point-and-click adventure game, and it was de- developed by Telltale Games. Uh, and it was released as a season in five episodes over about six months. I think the first one came out in April. The last one came out in November of this past year. So, yeah, about six months. Uh, And it was released on the 360, the PlayStation 3, PC, Mac, and also on iOS. 
um, mm. which I have not tried that version. I'd be interested to see how that is. But uh, Telltale was founded in 2004 by a bunch of uh, ex Lucas Arts employees, and they are commonly known for uh, adventure games like Wallace and Gromit, Sam and Max, Back to the Future, Jurassic Park, uh, and they've also done a bunch of like CSI and Law and Order games. So a lot of licensed wow. uh, IPs, and um, I believe most of their games are, are similar to The Walking Dead. They're all point-and-click kind of things. So right. maybe not all of them, but a large portion of them. Uh, the Walking Dead game takes place in the same universe as the comic book, so not exactly the same as the show, and it runs parallel to the early events of the series um, and has some characters who cross over here and there. Uh, the game has a strong emphasis on character and relationship development, uh, and that is achieved through uh, branching dialogue and decision trees and has a countdown timer to kind of make you make those decisions uh, fast. Uh, it's really been critically acclaimed, uh, including an Elder's Choice Award uh, from ElderGeek.com, who you may be familiar with, uh, and <laughs> <laughs> currently holds an 84 to 85% on Metacritic, depending on the version. Uh, the PC version was rated the highest, uh, and it won Best Game 2012 at the recent uh, Spike VGAs, and has been making the rounds on various Best of 2012 lists across many of the major uh, game media sites. And currently there's a season two in the works. Um, obviously, I think they had already signed a, a multi-year uh, license oh. uh, before season one even came out, but because it was so well-received, obviously, they're going to go ahead and continue it or, or maybe do a whole other story. I, I, no, no details have really come out yet. Hmm. So that's pretty much every... All the, uh, all the stuff you need to know. Uh, Randy's going to go ahead and we're going to try something a little different on this episode. Randy's going to give us a little information about the actual gameplay of the game before we get Randy's going to be useful thoughts. instead of just tossing uh. out some <clears throat> random commentary. <laughs> <laughs> for people who <clears throat> for people who aren't watching the gameplay video of, of uh, The Walking Dead being played, The Walking Dead plays pretty similarly to most point-and-click adventure games of the past. WASD keys will move you around while the mouse will activate hotspots found in the environment. Um, if you're playing it on a console, it's going to be left analog stick to move around, right analog stick to move the uh, the searcher or the 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 reticle around on the screen, and then the uh, the hot you know the hotkey items will still appear on screen, and then um, your buttons, the A X Y or Z or whatever whatever console you happen to be playing, those will change based on the situation that appears. So those buttons will correlate to dialogue decisions. Whereas on PC, you can just either manually click your dialogues or use the one through three keys. The uh, the big difference between The Walking Dead and point-and-click adventure games in the past, there is not as much um, uh, item searching on screen. And the uh, you, you guys know what I'm talking about? Where yeah. There's mm -hmm. not as much find the hidden object, find the interrupt, there's, interactive there's object. There's not very much adventuring. For right, right. There's not as much. <laughs> it's, more, it's more like... It's as though an adventure game was crossbred with heavy rain. So when right. actions happen on screen, you've got to correlate what you want to do with your character based on QuickTime events that are happening on screen. So it's almost like QuickTime events, the video game. Now, right. if you hate QuickTime events, then you might not like The Walking Dead and the way it plays. But if you're into story-based video games, then you know this will definitely be something that you should try to get past and, and get into. So I think that basically, you know works it out it's it's 
WASD keys and, and mouse, and you're you're good to go. Very mm-hmm. good. All right, well, let's kind of get into what we thought about the game. Um, Phil, you you have been I've remained quiet quiet over there. So why don't you go ahead and give us some of your thoughts on the game first? Get us started. Sure. So I mean, I I mean, I've had I had no interest to play this game. Um, you know, leading up to me actually playing it, um, which is funny because I was the one that picked it this time, and I and I I wanted to force you guys to play it because I knew Steve was gonna love it because he he liked the comics and he likes the show, mm-hmm. and I wanted specifically your take on it because you like the show, but you really couldn't stand Back to the Future of the video game, and I I really wanted to know what you you thought of this game. Yeah, so I mean, Back to the, I mean, it's been so long since I played Back to the Future, and to be fair, I did not play through all of Back to the Future because I couldn't. I just I thought it was so bad, I just didn't want to waste my time anymore. So, yeah, I mean, I don't, and I've, I think I've even, I feel like I've talked about that before on this show at some point. Probably. My, yeah, my not enjoying Back to the Future. Um, it has come up many times. Um, so, yeah, I had no interest in this game because I just kind of assumed, well, it was just going to be like that, and the Jurassic Park game looked really bad, and I just thought, well, it's just going to be the same crap, so I don't really give a crap. Uh, and then... You know, it started getting like this really good word of mouth, and everybody just kept saying how good it was, how you know it's, it's a great emotional thing. Uh, there was a couple of guys on um, on our forums that were um, <clears throat> saying how good it was. So, and you, Randy, said it was great. So, you know, I finally decided to like take that plunge, and you know, when we did Game Club, and I like it. I I think it's I think it's a good game. Um, that said, do I think it deserves to win the best game of 2012? Uh, Spike, well, I, who first off, who cares about Spike VGAs? But I mean, they do hold some importance, you know. <laughs> I, I don't think, think the it, importance of it, of it winning Spike VGAs is because it's not the typical first person shooter slash right triple A right. super so, adventure game. That right, won. it's weird. So like, I'm glad that that game. I'm going off on a side tangent here. Um, I'm glad that that game beat the games it was up against, but I don't think it deserved to. Game of the year. Does that make sense? Yeah, mm-hmm. makes sense to me. Like to me, like all right. Well, let me get into the game and why I don't think it is a game of the year thing. So I guess I'll talk my my experience with the game. So episode one, I did not like very much. Um, I I found myself getting kind of like frustrated with it. Um, I, sometimes I couldn't. F- There's a lot of like little pixel hunts. I mean, when you're moving your mouse around on the screen, the context stuff will appear and it's usually pretty obvious but sometimes it wasn't so clear to me um and i was kind of finding myself walking back and forth between like two or three rooms just pixel hunting to find like the next thing to activate the next event and i was getting frustrated with it um but obviously i i stuck with it and then things picked up in two and then i thought three episode three was i think the best one and then four was really good and then five is basically like an ending i mean you're essentially you do nothing yeah so what I what I found happened that I liked two and three and four was it seemed like as the game went on it got further and further away from being a video game and it became more of just okay here we're gonna we're gonna watch stuff you know um, and like we were saying it's more it's less an adventure game I think episode one has the most feel of a point and click adventure game and then I think it kind of loses that on the other episodes. But I enjoyed the story enough, and I got into it to where I was kind of hooked on the game, and I plowed through it within a couple of days, which is quick for me. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I thought it was good. I don't, you know, 
I should have articulated this a little better before I uh, before I started <laughs> recording. I should have I wrote it. I should have wrote it down. Um, you know, it's this game is it's just it's a story game. You know, it's not breaking any new ground as far as like gameplay mechanics or anything like that. Um, it's just a good it's a good ride. You know, but it's not revolutionary. I don't think, and I don't think it's like. It's also a budget game, and I think that shows through as well. Um, you know, it's got, like, kind of poor animation. Um, the graphics look good. I think like that there's, like, good art, but at the same time, there's kind of just, you know, you can tell that, you can tell that this, you know, is an episodic game, and it doesn't have, like, the, the AAA budget behind it, which yeah. is fine, which is fine, but I don't know. When you're playing the game, you, I, I don't know. I notice these things, so... Was it more like environmental stuff that was kind of calling out to you that it was a budgeter game? Or was it, uh, was I it think voice acting? It, or? No, I think the voice acting was good. Um, just a lot of the stuff like, um, okay, when you're walking and you hit like a wall, he just goes into this like real weird slow motion walk. And then he's just kind of like <laughs> doing this weird like walk thing where he's sliding around on the ground. And it's like, okay, you know, maybe, maybe we could have fixed this. Maybe we could have had it so he's not sliding around on one foot because he hit a wall you know um you, you know what i'm talking about so it's mm-hmm. almost like, like just the finer happened. polished details yeah that yeah like it, exactly exactly it's it's yeah the, there's like a lack yes a lack of polish is the perfect perfect way to describe it yeah like animations like real jerky and you know it's, well, animation in video games is usually kind of bad but like this is like especially not like great so i think it shows like the signs of a budget game i mean what what they did with it i think like you know, story-wise, it's great. I mean, I was totally into the story of Lee and Clementine, and I found myself, I don't know about you guys, but um, I, everything I did, I did for Clementine. Mm-hmm. Any kind of, like, decision I made was always like, okay, what what do I think is the best thing for her? Like, um, one of the first decisions I really liked was in the beginning of episode two. Um, they give you food that you have to ration out. And you have, yeah. like, three pieces of food that you have to give out. And I was like, all right, well, who gets the food? So first, I of course, I go right over to Clementine, gave her the food. Then I gave uh, – it's been a while since I played. It's been like two weeks. So it was – is Duck the kid's name? Yeah. Ducky yeah. Duck. Duck. I gave Duck food. And then at that point, there's the um, – you pick up the, the high school kid. Ben. Ben, right. And I fed him because I was like, well, he's a kid. And they hated that. They did not like that I fed Ben. <laughs> but And I liked that. Like I don't know. I felt like that was the first decision I made in the game where I was like, okay, this kind of matters like a little bit. And it it made me think about who I wanted to feed, even though I'm sure ultimately that scene really means nothing, uh, you know, as far as it does, though, actually. Does it? it, Yeah, that kind of thing. A lot of a lot of these little decisions that you make um, add up to the game kind of calculating who stays with you and who who decides to turn against you at later points in the game. Oh, all right. Um, So you know they're going in between here uh, this is going to be a massive spoiler but going in between episode four and five before episode five came out there was like this Mm -hmm. big statistical rundown because it gives you a statistical rundown of your decisions based on everybody else who played the game there was like uh it gave you a statistical breakdown of who had which group of people following with you to go and into episode five and um I kind of I, one of these days I really want to try to go back through and have nobody go with me through episode wow, five you, because it you is can possible. Go in the, you can go in episode five where it's just you. Yeah. Hmm. Well, so no Omar, no Christy, no. I'm 99 percent sure that that's possible because I, I I really strongly remember that being a thing when I finished up episode four when we did it for the live stream. 
Hmm. What um, do you? What? What? I wonder how, what happens in that episode. If you're I don't know. Yourself. See, I, that's why I really want to see. Like, I, I'm almost dead positive that that happened. But now you can't see that anymore because when they released episode five, that that screen was kind of disabled, and uh, and it just uh, kind of goes through your your basic decisions for episode four and goes right into episode five. But ultimately, it always ends the same. It, it's always going to end with here's the ending spoiler. It's always going to end with Lee dying and Clem. Just kind of you don't really know what happens with her. She just kind of gets away. She goes off on her own. Yeah. Right. And then she sees two people that could be zombies or could be people. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Which you know left up for interpretation. Or yeah. Whatever. Now there was a lot so, of people that were really kind of upset about the the choices of like how the which people would come with you and which people would stay and everything like that. Uh, mm-hmm. There were a lot of people that were like, oh, you know, here I was given this illusion of choice of how right. the story actually plays out. But in the end, the story still plays out the exact same way. And I kind of understand that mentality. There was a point where I think it's episode three where I really wish that the story would have branched off into two big branches. And then okay. each of those would have broken off. And it's it's the point when Lily kind of goes off on her own where – she steals the RV and, and goes off mm-hmm. on her own. I really wanted to be able to go with Lily and ditch the rest of the people yeah. and see what uh, happened. Well, yeah, the reason that couldn't happen is right because Lily, which maybe to people who haven't read the comics, Lily is a not a major character, but she's pretty. Uh, she she uh, plays a pretty uh, pivotal role. I'll say in the comic books as she turns up in Woodbury and she were, she's like one of the governor's like top people, I guess uh, would be the way to put it Uh, on the television show. I feel like uh, uh, Andrea and what's Merle are kind of like a a mixture. Like, yeah, the two of them are Lily's character pulled apart into two separate people, you know, Um, because, Lily, as far as I know, hasn't been on the show unless she was supposed to be that chick with the bow and arrow who really sucked, but I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think but that was... I don't think her name was Lily, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, so that that's why at that point in the game, Lily had to go... No matter what, Lily was going to go off on her own and you couldn't go with her because... Uh, so so for right. me, personally, I as soon as I saw her in the game, I'm like, holy shit, there's Lily, you know? Yeah. Um, okay. So I never... I always knew at some point she was going to leave the group on her own or without me and go do her thing. But then you guys, regardless of if it was with Lily or not, I wish that there was a a point where the story actually branched. You know, I think that that would have been really kind of interesting. Not saying that the walking dead in its current state, isn't an interesting game because it it really is. Um, But I, I wish that there was a story branch at one point and maybe they'll do that with this season too. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, because right. uh, that was a criticism, and and they seem receptive to that stuff. So maybe yeah, and I mean, a, and a story branch, and the fact that you're gonna get like a completely different ending than maybe somebody else is gonna get. Yeah, a completely different ending, maybe even go into a completely different location with a completely different storyline. You know, mm-hmm. and so it would be a little bit of a coding undertaking, but yeah, other games right. have done it. Like yeah. The Witcher Two did it brilliantly. Right, right, and but you figure uh, with like going back. To what Phil said in the beginning about budget and everything. Maybe this was more of, they were putting this out there and maybe they didn't know it was going to blow up like it did and be, be as uh, critically acclaimed. And they were just kind of, you know, seeing what they could do. And they were like, ah, well, you know, we'd have to record all this extra dialogue. We'd have to do all this extra animating and programming and writing. And, you know, uh, maybe that just wasn't feasible for the the amount. And they already have so much 
of that to begin with just based on the decisions you make mm-hmm. yeah I think so. The Walking Dead, the video game, was was a perfect storm of luck, skill, and uh, timing, you know, or hype, or something like that. Because this game really could have gone off into obscurity, and people would have thought, "Man, it's just another adventure title," or "Oh, it's just another, uh, um, you know, video game based on a television story or or, or television." Well, show. actually, I think right there is the. the is the key i mean that like you said the timing of course the timing is perfect the television is show is probably like in its height and its prime and you know the tv show is big enough to where i think there's a lot of people that probably have gone and read the comics just because of the tv show and you know it's on everybody's mind and they released this game and i think the know. show is so big that a lot of people who generally wouldn't watch zombie films or zombie genre anything watch the show and then therefore mm-hmm. would be mm-hmm. interested in this video game um yeah. The other reason why I kind of say luck is because this game came out about uh, a year or so after most of the major developers just said no more licensed products for us anymore because, one, they cost too much to buy the license to, to run the game, but two, critically, they're just getting slammed and, and not making up in sales anymore. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, aside aside from this, the only other licensed thing I can think of, I, I mean, the Lego games do well. But uh, like the Batman games are the only other Those ones are solid really games. that have had uh, have had like any success with uh, licenses in in recent years. Anyway, you yeah, know, right. you see a movie game come out, like the Captain America game comes out, or Thor, or the or something. Expendables too. Yeah, and you're like, oh look, another <laughs> piece of shit. Like I'm not even gonna right, spend my know. money on that. <laughs> right. It's like here, I'll just take sixty dollars and rip it up instead. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, this game. Uh, you know, I, I held off on it. I bought it, um, I think, back during, during the summer Steam sale. I, I bought it, um, like, it was like $12, and you were basically getting the whole game, and then when the new episodes came out, you would get that as well. Uh, and I didn't play it. It just kind of sat in my Steam library, because, you know, you don't buy the games that you buy. That You don't play the games that you buy during a Steam sale. <laughs> you just sales. buy them. They're part of that's, your collection. That's the rule. You, you buy I'm them. I'm sure, by the way, the Steam sale is probably tomorrow, huh? It's going oh, on. It's, it's going on right today. now as we record this. Oh, it started now? Yep. yep. Oh, man. Yep. I'm at, I am out of the loop today. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> so I had this game sitting in my library for a while. And, you know, people were kind of like, kind of egging me about it and asking, you know, why, why I hadn't played it yet. And, and I don't really have a good answer. I just kind of, uh, it just, I, I never really got around to it, I guess. Um, but uh, so I... I you know, I'm a big fan of the comics. I've been reading the comics for I don't even, I don't know how many years now since when I started reading them, but it's been a while. And uh, I like the show a lot too. Um, and so you would think it would just be natural, but the thing is, for me, and I experienced this the entire time I played the game, and I experienced it when I watched the show, and I, I really experienced it when I read the comic books. Um, I just get kind of depressed, to be honest with mm. you. Like it just depresses the shit out of me. And and uh, it makes me feel edgy, and I know that's kind of like the reaction you're supposed to get when you uh, read stuff that's like intense like this, you know. Um, right. So I guess in the back of my mind, maybe I was just not really kind of looking for that experience when I sit down to play a game at night. Like I don't really want to just, you know, I don't want to feel like shit afterwards and <laughs> just kind of be like down on humanity in general. It makes your it makes your real life seem so much better though when you're done. Well, yeah, I mean that's true. That's true. But uh, you know, so I kind of held off. Um, but uh, as I got into it and and dug into the, ca- I thought the first episode uh, was really effective. Uh, I, I mean, 
It was super effective, in fact, because uh, <laughs> it got me uh, invested in Lee as a character. I really liked the fact that it, you know, like you were saying about how all the decisions you made were for Clementine. Uh, that's how I felt too. I really, like, I felt like I became him when I played the game. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and. and and I was just really vested in all these people I was meeting. And uh, I, I loved those points in the game where, like, you were doling out the food and stuff like that because it, it was kind of like it was like you were playing a social game with these people. And it was like you were trying to uh, keep everybody happy. Uh, that's the way I played Lee. I don't know how you guys played him. I never really went, I never uh, went strongly with any character. I never, you know, I was like, never like, yeah, Lily, you know what? the hell with this place let's get the hell out of here you know or or, <laughs> right. or well actually she wanted to stay in the motel and and uh, kenny was the one who wanted to leave but i was always kind of on the fence between those two um and in oh. that in that food decision thing i actually gave the food to the kids and then i tried to give it to um what's her name the one that you kind of like the girl the the girl there was the the reporter i can't um, yeah uh, I, can't I, had, carly. I had um was her name carly could have been i had I had Doug alive at that point. Okay, I yeah, I, I let Doug go because I was obviously, you know, the cute girl. I was like, I'm gonna save her. She was so dumb. I, I let her when I when she had the when I had the chance. I was like, hopefully. Seriously, she's, she's so dumb. She doesn't know how to put in batteries into the back yeah, of her radio. She, no, so no she idea how to put batteries. She needed in. Lee to help her out, so that's why I kept her alive. And then, um, so <laughs> I, I tried I tried to give the food to her, and she actually not only refused the food but gave me another bar. So I had oh, I had four really? bars. So then I went over and I gave one to uh, the dad, the the dad who hated me, uh, and I gave oh, one yeah. to the the guy um, Mark who was doing like um, he was trying to do some physical stuff and he was like getting weak. So I gave him some food also. Yeah, I liked him. I really liked Mark, by the way. Yeah, he was <laughs> he wasn't around Mark. very long, but uh, no, yeah, he, but I liked. Oh him. yeah, Mark. He got a raw yeah, deal. Yeah, he was the one that they start eating them. Yeah, like, <laughs> Mark. There was no oh my god. Mark. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he gets screwed. Um, so, yeah, uh, anyway, my, my, I got kind of off into some of the minutiae there. But, yeah, my, my what I was saying is I really enjoyed those decisions. I really enjoyed that social kind of way of playing the game where you're balancing these relationships. And I felt like that was really what stood out the most to me. To, uh, and, you know, and then when characters start dying, you know, I, I felt bad about it, you know. Uh, right. and, and it was... I, and that kind of goes back to what I was saying about getting depressed and shit, because it was actually, <laughs> there was a couple times where at the end of the night, I'd play for an hour or so, and I couldn't marathon through these games because I was it was just making me miserable at points. And and I, I mean that in the best way, like uh, miserable in that I feel like the writing and, and the characters and everything was so well done that it was actually mm-hmm. affecting me. And I don't have that experience very often and especially at the ending of the game i mean the ending when the game ended i i i I mean i didn't like break down or anything but i i was definitely um i cried i cried did you wow yeah i did at the end of that game i cried yeah it takes a lot it takes a lot to get me there but uh i was definitely affected by it and i found myself thinking about it for days and days afterwards and there hasn't been a lot of uh there's not a lot of fiction that affects me like that. Uh, off the top of my head, I can think like the ending of Lost, the ending of the mm-hmm. show uh, Six Feet Under. Really, like I mean, I still mm. every now and then that the ending of that show will pop into my head, which I'm not going to spoil. Don't worry, uh, and it'll <laughs> like it'll make me just feel like upset again when I think about it. You know, like years later after having seen it. So I kind of rank this up there with those experiences, and and uh, I, I think that's the best compliment I can give it is that just like the overall story affected me so much that uh 
that uh yeah it, it's in in uh, on a short list wow man yeah i yeah. I, 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 I i'm not afraid to to admit it i i cried at the end of it um <laughs> nothing wrong but, with that uh, i don't know maybe maybe because of that emotional outburst i didn't think about it as much as you did afterwards i was like i was like that's a sad freaking game randy was just like but the, you know it wasn't a perfect game by any i don't mean to you know i know I, I just gave it some pretty high praise there but yeah i mean it had its issues there were definitely some moments in the game where i was kind of like uh like like the you kind of saw through the wall a little bit like one thing that sticks out in my head is the part uh early in i guess is this still the first episode when when you're in the with with lee's brother is the zombie outside? Yes, and you gotta go. You gotta go. Okay, there's a part where like you're trying to get in the room. You, I guess I must have done it out of order or something. But like basically, I already know my brother's outside, and that he's probably got the keys on him. But I'm in the office going through kind of like the song and dance about how I can't get into the room because I don't have the keys and blah blah blah. And and I'm just kind of like I just I just need to go. But I couldn't go outside because I couldn't. He wouldn't let me out until I proved to him that you know that somehow I knew who that zombie was. And it, it, that was like the one part. And that was in the first that episode. That was where I was stuck too. Yeah. That yeah. Was I wasn't exactly stuck. I didn't I get stuck about. there. I was just kind of annoyed at the fact right. that like, it I was like I, frustrating. Yeah. Cause right? I mean, it was one of the few times in the game where I felt like I knew more about what was going on than any of the characters. And, and, right. and that they were just like holding me back from getting through the story, you know what it, I mean? It, it, it's right. that it's that you know taking the flashlight into the scary basement moment in horror films. It, it's it's similar to that feeling, but yeah. Um, but that said, I mean that was a small issue uh, with it. But you know there were other. I can't. That's the one that kind of sticks out. I can't think of many of the others uh, off the top of my head, but because I feel like that stuff kind of goes away, like in the later in the other episodes. I feel like episode one was the only one that really. Yeah, the, the only other moment. part where that was kind of like that was um, when you're when the train and you've got to get that tanker when you first meet up mm, with Omar and Christian. Yeah, the train. Yeah, that was a little oh. the tankers too. hanging off the bridge and you got to figure out how to cut it off and like the that that part was kind of I had a little bit of that uh, there as well, but yeah, I didn't I didn't get that part didn't frustrate me. I, I kind of flew right through that. The part that really kind of hung me up because I knew what I needed to do, but I couldn't get it to do what I wanted it to do was. There's a part where you're on the dairy farm and you need to, to break the generator and I couldn't it was a simple matter of like that pixel hunt. I couldn't oh. find the, the side panel yeah. on that freaking generator mm-hmm. and Yeah. And I was actually live streaming it the first time and people were in the chat were like they had to tell me what to do. I was like, Could somebody seriously tell me what to do because I'm getting frustrated just doing this pixel hunt. But um I think that was like really the only frustrating pixel hunt or or even decision in the game that I knew needed to happen but I couldn't get the game to just do it. Mm-hmm. Which one, um, what, what would you guys say was your favorite episode uh, of, of the five? I, I, I said it earlier, I think three was three. Really my favorite one. Now, three was mm-hmm. the one with when they got to the train, right? Yeah, uh-huh. that, like, I feel there was like a lot of deaths that happened, a lot of much betrayal. I felt like a lot of stuff, that was when stuff really started to get like heavy, I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, for so, me, it was yeah, two, the dairy farm. Okay. That was good. I mean, I was totally into that. Like, I loved the whole reveal that these people were cannibals and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I loved that. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. I. I don't. And I don't mean to make uh, uh, the cannibal thing has happened in the comics. So right, I kind right. of saw. I saw the warning signs like really early on in that one. Uh, <laughs> and I was right. kind of like, I was like, they're eating people. Uh, uh, 
you know. And I don't. That's not me. Like, oh, look how smart I am. It's just that I have the benefit of having read the comics, and I know that there's right. been some cannibal story stuff. I was in there. trying to give them the benefit of the doubt because when I was again when I was streaming it the first time, I opened up those doors, and everybody was like, "Oh, look at that!" And I was like, "Come on, they, they're running a, a farm, and there's pictures on the wall of like how to gut a cow." I mean, what, what do you? Farming is not a clean, you know, uh, um, source of employment. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Uh, I think uh, so. I think mine was maybe four. Actually, I really enjoyed four. I really enjoyed when you're in Savannah and with Molly, and mm-hmm. the whole part yeah. when you're when you're locked in the school, and oh uh, yeah, that was cool. I really I enjoyed it, yeah. that whole sequence of events from from there on out. And you got to go get the battery, and the, and they're getting the gasoline and and uh, the medicine and everything. And uh, the only part about that that I didn't like was the part when Ben takes the axe out of the door, and I'm like, really? Come on. <laughs> I know. I mean, look, I know, you know what? I know. Because, because five minutes earlier, there was like 200 zombies out, like, banging on that door. And, and then he's like, just like, I just found it. Yeah, so, like, if when he went to take the axe out of the door, there's no way he wouldn't have seen all the zombies banging on the door. But then they're all just right. gone for, like, a second. Right. And then they come crashing. It's like they were waiting. The d- right, like, they all went to go do something else for a couple minutes, and then they came back mm. and smashed <laughs> the door because the axe was gone. That was the only part where I really felt it was, a, a, like, kind of contrived, and I was just like, ugh. You know, and, like, Ben, whatever, was an idiot. But, you know, still, I mean, I, I'll only accept so much of being an idiot. Uh, I yes. still saved his ass though when when he was gonna fall down the bell I tower. Sa- I saved him too. Did you first well. time I let him fall? Uh, I saved. You him. did? Yeah, oh yeah, yo oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was trying I to play. Let... I was playing good guy Lee. You know. Yeah, yeah. He's still just a kid, man. How to save him? Yeah. I let him fall because I mean it was just it was like one betrayal after another or one stupid decision after the other and and literally the first time I played through it I played through it as a I, I want to call it more of a survivalist kind of mode where I was just like I was like. Duck's family's got to go. They are just holding us back. You wow, know? you wanted to? I liked Kenny. He was like my he was like my bro. See, we were that bros we, till the end. The, at the one when, when Duck finally gets sick and and he finally does die, I felt terrible about it. Like just rotten yeah. about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, my second time that I played through it, I was like I was like pro Kenny and or I was trying to be pro pretty much everybody. But uh, like all the all the things that I didn't do with Duck the first time around, I did the second time around. I'm like, you're a cool little kid, Duck. And, and I know a lot of people hate Duck, but if you do play through and and you you are Duck's friend, he turns out to be a pretty fun little character, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't mind him, but maybe that was because I was nice to him the whole time. I, I think that's probably it. And I think the reason why why I liked him the whole you know more the second time around is because here's this little kid who's still acting like a little kid amongst. Everybody who is panicked about zombies mm-hmm. and starving right. and, and dying. And, and here's somebody who is, you know, because I don't want to say because it doesn't know any better, but because he's so innocent that he's still hanging on to life. And, mm-hmm. and it was right. kind of fun to be around him. Yeah. I, you know, I think a lot of, a lot of times and sorry, I'm going to sound like a jerk saying this, but I think with a lot of times, just anytime there's a kid in anything, people like hate that right. fucking kid. <laughs> like kid's a horrible actor. Yeah. The, kid, the kid, kid was the worst part of the movie. He can't act. The kid can't act. Yeah. He's horrible. He's yeah. acting like a lot a, of times he's acting true, like such though. a kid. A lot of times it is. Well, true. it's true when you're watching like yeah, episode one of Star Wars. I'll, I'll give you that, or, or you know, a couple other. But you know, for the most part, it's just kids acting like kids. Are you an angel? <laughs> yeah. You know, I got I got bad news for you. Like eight year old kids, they basically act like little assholes. So I mean, that's what you're gonna get. Except for Clem. Clem does such a really good job. Well, yeah, Clem. Clem is, yeah, the, the, that performance. Uh, 
is, is that's the benchmark I think really for for kids now in in video games. Uh, ironically, it was a you know like a forty year old woman who did her voice, but really, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I should be surprised by that. Yeah, but. yeah. She's a, a long time. I, I looked it up afterwards because I was interested in, and I should have put some of this in the show notes to talk about it early on. But yeah, the voice of Clementine. She's she's a long time uh, uh, Telltale Games voice voice ah. actress. Um, yeah, she's been in a bunch of their other stuff as well, and and, and other games outside of of um, Telltale as well. But uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, no, the, I think I talked. I don't know if we talked about this on on another episode of the show or if we we were just talking about this. But there is that one scene when they're at the motel, and this kind of just summed up uh, Clementine's performance for me. Was was when uh, he's going around questioning everybody about the broken flashlight and. Uh, he says something to her, and she's like, why, did Duck tell you I did it? And he's like, no. And she's like, oh, okay, because he sometimes says that I do stuff, like put a bug on his pillow. And he's like, well, did you? And then she like kind of just looks at you for like a second, and she's like, yes. <laughs> I just, and that was just like, you know, I have a daughter that age, so I kind of, you know, obviously that, that kind of uh, <laughs> uh, pulled up my heartstrings a little bit because I was like, man, that's just such a great, like perfect reaction for like a little girl that age. Like they really nailed it. With the yeah. writing and then the performance and the way she held back and then gave that line was just it, it made me laugh and made me feel like really shitty at the same time because I was like man mm-hmm. oh yeah I totally agree with you that was that was definitely her high point I think um, what was the uh, what was for you guys what was the scariest moment in this entire game because even though it's a point and click adventure and there's not a lot of like rah scares there's still a lot of like boy that was really disturbing kind of scares you know what was what was probably the scariest point for you guys. Hmm. That's a good question, actually. Uh, you know, the scariest part for me, and this is going to sound like a cop-out, I guess, maybe a little bit, but for me, really, I found the scariest point in the game was when Clem gets taken at the end. Oh, yeah. Dude, that uh, is frightening. That's, as that's, a par- not, that's not a cop-out. Yeah, well, like, as a parent, that's, like, kind of, like, you know, one of your worst nightmares. And then, you know, so I, and like I said, I was playing this game as her guardian. I was very right. invested in that mentality, just like you guys. Uh, so, and because I know the way that the walking dead is in the comic books and the, 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 the game never really went to the extremes. I, I don't know how involved Robert Kirkman was in the game. I think he was just kind of like consulting you know, mm-hmm. on the story and making sure that it matched up with, with his uh, timeline and everything. Yeah. But, like, the comic book with kids goes some pretty fucking ugly places. places. Ugly places. Like, just, like, makes you feel sick at your stomach when you read it. Mm. Like, like kind of like, ugh. Like, I, I'm sure that stuff would happen in, in this horrible apocalyptic uh, world, you know, where everyone's just kind of out for themselves and you've got crazies all over the place. But... So when that happened in the in the in the game, I wasn't really sure. I didn't know where it was going. I hadn't had anything spoiled for myself, luckily, uh, considering how long I waited to play the game. I'm surprised nothing was spoiled for me. But so <laughs> when she gets taken, I was like, "Oh shit! I don't know. Are they gonna go? You know?" And then the moment when you're in the room talking to the guy at the end in the hotel room, mm-hmm. and this is yeah. major major spoilers, guys. Major again, major spoilers. Um, and he's talking to the head in the bag. I was flashing back to seven, and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh fuck! Like, is her he- is his Clementine's head in the bag? Is he talking? You know, but like at that point, like she hadn't come out of the room, you know, and and right. uh, uh, it doesn't make sense really when you think about it because I think you do hear her voice before that, 
uh, coming from the room. So I don't know how that would have worked out. But I just had like this moment in the pit of my stomach. But um, she was dead still. Yeah, something was was yeah, like he had recorded her voice or something, or I I didn't know what was going on, and uh, so that was. I'm sorry, I I've gone way long on this answer, but yes, <laughs> that was the part that like that was the part that really scared me and freaked me out in the game was just like what was going to happen to her in that end of the game. Right. Like, was it all going to be for nothing? And you know, he you you fail in your mission to to protect her, and and yeah, so that that was. That was it. Sorry. I like you know what, what I liked about the ending of the game too, with when you're with talking to the guy. I like how he made you feel kind of guilty about your choices too. Like yeah, even though you th- you know you thought you were making the right choices, but maybe they weren't the right choices. But I was still they made you feel guilty about it. But I was still like certain. Well, that was the choice I want. Like you know, he didn't like that I brought her into that school. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he pointed that out. Like, did you guys bring Clem with you yeah. to the yes, school? Yes, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, Most people did. According to the statistics on the game, yeah. most people did. And there was yeah. no way I was going to leave her back in that Savannah yeah, house. Yeah, with a dude who was, like, dying. Mm-hmm. I, I, can't forget, I can't remember his name. Omar. Omar, right. Yeah, I wasn't going to leave her at the house. Yeah. So, yeah, but he still made you feel guilty so, about what, it. Like, now, what was your most uh, frightening Omid moment, was Phil? his name. Omid what was, was that? his name. Oh, Omid. Omid. I'm calling him Omar. Okay. Yeah. I've, got, I've got Pikmin on the brain. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, my, my, my scariest part? I don't know. Oh, man. Maybe, maybe I agree with you on that part, um, Steve. The, uh, the kidnapping. The fact that she was gone? Yeah. Yeah. The fact that, yeah, the fact that she just like disappeared. But... Um, that's yeah, that, that's a test again a testament to the writing in a game where there's zombies and people being eaten and killed and shot and maimed and mauled mm-hmm. uh, that the thing that <laughs> is the scariest is is this connection you formed with a with a child and having it you know ripped away from you what you know what I liked about this game well of course this is what I liked about the story but I, I think it's funny that I was I became more attached to Lee and Clem than I have any of the characters on the TV show. Yeah, I could easily agree with that. <laughs> easily. Like, I mean, I watched the TV show, but I certainly have not loved the TV show. Like, I thought season two was atrocious, and I thought this season got back on track, and there were some pretty cool episodes. But even even though there's, like, good episodes, I still, like, there's not really any characters I really, like, love, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, where I can't wait to see them on screen. Of course, I like Rick. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's probably, like, the boring answer, but... I mean, of course, I like him, and I, I found myself starting to like um, his son a little bit more this season. Yeah, but you know, like uh, you don't see Rick and his son the same way as you would look at at uh, you know at Clem and, and uh, um, right. God, why the hell am I spacing on his name? Main Lee, character Lee. guy, Lee. Lee, thanks. <laughs> right, and uh, yeah, and I and I found that I liked these characters more. Like I liked Lee more. I was like, man, why why am I not watching Lee every week? On TV, mm. like, you know. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. if you were watching Lee on TV, it'd probably be not developed as well. That's true. You know, I think it's just a he would be he would be T Dog. T Dog. T Lion. Poor T Dog. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, <laughs> um, I think I think I think television shows have a a problem uh, with character development, and I, I you know it's hard to think of many that. Uh, get it right or really have an opportunity to get it right i mean really if you think about it with the television show and obviously this is about the game i don't want to get too much into the show but season two of the walking dead Mm -hmm. probably had the most character development of all three seasons right yeah 
But also, everyone complained that nothing ever happened, and they were just on this farm for, like, you know, eight episodes in a row or something like that. So I think that's a balance that's difficult when, when doing a show in that you have to, uh, you know, spend a lot of time trying to get people invested in these characters, but at the same time, you have to keep the action moving, and you have to keep people engaged right. and interested I- and... I think that's a fair point, but I also think that people were probably upset because they developed the wrong characters. Do you know what I mean? Right. They didn't like they develop a lot Rick of time or... with like. Right. They spent a lot of time with like Andrea. She's like the worst. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what's his name? Um, Rick's buddy, who you knew was gonna die, and you you knew was gonna turn into a zombie. It was like, come on, just just do this and get it over with. Right. I, really I actually don't care liked. About what, his I, I liked what they did with Shane. I, I, in that season. Yeah, I gotta say, I I think that they made the right call with what they did with Shane yeah. on the show. Because yeah. in the comic book, he dies so early. Like, they had no time to do anything with him. The mm. comic book, he dies, like, within, I think, the first three or four issues. He's gone. Uh, and then uh, Tyrese, the character who was just introduced at the end of this last season, mm-hmm. he comes in almost immediately after that, and then he kind of becomes the new Rick best friend guy. And then okay. it goes from there, you know. Huh. So, so he... Uh, but he's not like he's not like crazy, or he's not like all the stuff that was going on with Shane in the show, where he was you know constantly conflicted and and uh, jealous and and you know just kind of nuts. Uh, right. That wasn't what Tyrese did. I don't mean to say that. I just mean that uh, all that stuff that you got to see play out with Shane over a long period of time was super condensed in the comic book down to like one issue, and then he was mm. done. Um, but I mean, I hey. I'm not telling you you're wrong for feeling the way you feel. I'm just trying to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling you that you're you're wrong. No, no, no. I'm just trying to. But you're wrong. I'm just trying to to present uh, a possible reason why they did it the way they did it. That's I get you. Right. I get you. Um, but getting back onto the the uh, onto the game, my uh, my scariest moment was end of episode uh, two. When you watch the recorded video of the Walmart woman who lives in the woods. Holy oh, yeah, I like that freak out moment. Yeah, that was good. She she not only like at one point got close enough to all of you that she stole Clem's hat. She knew Clem's name. You know, you weren't sure if she had been like talking with Clem or anything like that. And then, you know, clearly there was like the whole mental stability issue involved. With right. Her, but but holy crap, that part freaked me out. That was a good one, too. And that and that reminds me of the, you know, the part with the walkie talkie also when they're on the train. Mm-hmm, at the mm-hmm. end of uh, episode three, and all of a sudden, the guy starts talking. Uh, oh yeah, Clementine's your asleep. mind goes to the worst possible place. Yeah, when, he's when like, you're... just just come find me, no matter what Lee says. And mm-hmm. like, right. Oh shit. <laughs> do you um do you have to cut Clem's hair? Does that have to happen? No. No, oh, there's a lot cool. of decisions that you don't have to do with Clem. Hmm. Um, like uh, Clem's outfit even changes if you get her the sweater out of the back of uh the. Uh, out of the back of that oh, well, car. Oh, the car. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't. I didn't steal from the car. Neither did I. But, oh, you didn't. But... No. I didn't know yeah. it would. I see. I did, but it. I didn't know it would let you not do it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you, every, yeah everybody else takes supplies, to. but you. Uh, interesting. Yeah. No. I. I, mm-hmm. I did it, and he had some strong, looted. strong words for me at the end about it. I'm sure it. he did. Yeah. Well, he didn't believe me. It doesn't matter. He didn't believe me at the end. Oh, he didn't. <laughs> he, so he didn't no. believe you that you didn't take anything. Right. Yeah, no, he didn't. Yeah. I see. So, right? I mean, is that what happened to you, Randy? You mm-hmm, didn't believe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. So, yeah. didn't. It's not like it really mattered that much. So, all right. Uh, who, uh, you know, going into episode five, who who was in your party? Um, I had uh, 
I had Omid and Christy, or is it Christy or Christy? I don't know. Anyway, Omid and his his lady, his wife. <laughs> um, yeah, Krista. I, Krista. I had uh, Ben. I had Kenny, and I had Clem. So you had the mm-hmm. full crew. I had the full crew, yeah. and I had That's what I had. I had uh, what's his name too? The uh, the old guy. Right, was, the old guy was with us too, and then he left. What old guy? What's that? Oh, the bum. The bum. No, no, no. The bum. No, the bum got eaten uh, pretty early on for me. Chuck. Who? Yeah. Yeah. Who's the old guy? The the guy the the cancer survivors. The the what? One. Really? That old guy was with your group. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. What do you wait? He went away from me. Yeah, me too. Well, he went away. Yeah, but he was there with them in the house, like at the beginning of of the of of episode five, and then uh. he left. He wanted to take Clementine. He's, okay. So I think right, that's at right. the end of episode four. I think you're you're crossing uh, episode. Oh four. shit! I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Nah, I, I those those ones were fairly recent for me. So yeah, I must have yeah, melded yeah. it together. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. He was gone at the beginning of episode five. And okay. You, and you think that he took Clem? Sorry. Right. 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 You think he's the one? Even though the I didn't think that, but the characters think that. So boy, that right. was, boy, I thought for a second I was like, oh, I gotta do it again. I want to find uh, a way to get him to come yeah, with Sorry, yeah, no, me. no, that's my bad. My bad. You know, he was gone and the boat's gone, and that's mm-hmm. right. That's how it started out. Yeah, yeah, and everyone's yelling at each other. Yeah, so I had all those people. I did not have Clementine, obviously, because she was right. gone. So Kenny, Kenny, Ben, Omid, and Krista. Krista. What about you, Phil? Did you did you have the full crew too? That was exactly... I had the same exact crew. Yep. Wow. Yeah, my second time I got the full crew through and I was kind of excited about it, but my first time I had only Omid and Krista go along. Wow. Yeah, because I pissed off Kenny because uh, I I didn't feed Duck. I didn't go to try to save Duck in the very beginning at uh, on the farm. Um, I basically, oh, really? Oh, wow. yeah. Dude, I was trying to throw Duck to the wolves, dude. I was... <laughs> oh, my God. You're out of, you're out of control. Vicious. <laughs> <laughs> but um it was but to be honest with you it was I, i'm not saying like oh it wasn't my fault but a lot of the people in the chat were like yeah see what happens if you if you leave you know duck behind and, and like i said when when duck finally died i felt terrible um wow. you, you pretty much killed him i pretty much that did. was nuts <laughs> that was nuts when his wife when his wife killed herself like that whole part was just nuts that was pretty because i liked her i thought she was a, a nice yeah. character there's different ways for that to play out as well. Um, there's, I think there's a way to actually have Duck turn into a zombie and attack people while you're on the yeah. train. Um, oh, really? Attack one? Wow. All mm-hmm. right. I didn't know mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I, but I knew you could. I knew he could turn into a zombie at that ending part. I read about that. I'm pretty okay. sure that's what happened. I haven't. I haven't had that happen yet. So I feel, uh, yeah. I feel kind of bad. Yeah. I, I took. We took him right out in the woods, and then she killed herself, and then I. Uh, Dropped him old style. Yeah, I dropped him. <laughs> Kenny, yeah, Ken, I wasn't because it gave you the choice, and I guess you could basically force Kenny to do it. You know, yes. be like yeah. man up and shoot your son. But I, I'm not sure if he actually does it. I think maybe he doesn't. From I read about that part, like the multiple. I wanted to see what the other outcomes were, and I okay. feel like he doesn't do it. But. I got. I got to say, I'm really mad about that part in particular because you kind of kill Duck. Before he turns. Yeah. And I was really hoping that you could wait for him to turn before you killed him. You can. No, you can't. Like, you sit there and you no? just, you're holding the gun and Duck just keeps sitting there and he keeps uh, breathing for forever. Oh, I see what you mean. Oh, all right. And mm. I was like, I was like, come on, there, kid, turn. Come on, kid, there turn. There is a way you do. There is a way where he turns, though. Yeah, there, there is a way he turns, but I think he attacks the people on the on the train. Like, if you prolong uh, t- have, telling them that it's time to take him out to the woods or whatever. Right. I think it's if you don't show Kenny the bloody napkin. Um, from Duck or something mm. like that. Did you guys okay. uh, tell them that you were bitten? 
Yes. Yeah, I did mm-hmm. too. Yeah. I want, next time around, I want to tell him. I don't want to tell him. That was apparently a pretty popular choice too. Did you let them cut your arm off? Yes, you did. Yeah, I thought yeah. I thought that had to be done. Oh no, I well, didn't. I you kept... know why? You know why I did it? Because I thought um, in the TV show. Me too. Um, <laughs> they they cut off Herschel's leg, and Herschel was fine. So I was like, well, wait a minute. If I get my arm cut off, yeah, but they did it, they did it to Herschel like like. Like immediately, immediately two minutes after right. it got bit, yeah. Whereas, right. whereas by the time you get down to that, you know that uh, morgue or whatever, you it had been a while. So yeah. I was willing to try it, man. I told them uh, no. I, to I was like, forget that, man. I don't know yeah, what too. what impact that had for me. How things played out differently, aside from that, I had a an extra. You arm. had two you arms. Had arm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I gotta say, when I did the video review for it, it pretty much rendered all of my footage useless from episode five when I did the video review for the game. I was like, shit, I can't show this because he's missing oh, right, freaking arm. Oh, right, arm, right? Uh, Massive spoiler. Yeah. And, yeah, I, and I, I guess uh, that would have some make that whole ending sequence where you're helping Clementine as she's trying to get the uh, the, uh, the the old security guard zombies keys and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I guess that, that would crazy. be a little difficult if you uh, only had an arm, one arm, and the other one was handcuffed. Yep. Right. Hmm. I'm trying to think about how it played out with the with the one arm. You're handcuffed to the radiator, and she does everything. Now, do you do anything if you have the arm? If I had the arm, uh, what did I do? I, I like what got the do? bat with my foot, and then I handed it to her. Oh, all right. Oh, wow. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then the, the statue thing, like, fell on the zombie's head. Yep. Yeah. And then that was uh, I'm sure it plays out pretty similar. I'm sure, yeah. I mean, I, that's the thing is at the end, it, it all was pretty much everyone got the same thing for the most part. But I feel like there was enough... Uh, and uh, obviously, I can only speak to my own experience. But from what I've, what you guys are saying, and things that I read after I finished the game, it sounds like there was enough variety where I felt like they, they did, uh, they gave you more than just like the blue ending, the red ending, and the green ending. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, uh, right. It's, uh, to compare it to another game with a lot of branching <laughs> decisions. <laughs> right. You know, and here's here's another argument that I I often think about when I when people are like, oh, it sucked because all the endings were the same. But you know. Do you really play a video game for the ending, or are you playing the video game for the journey that you go through along the way? Right. You know, yeah, so that, I the agree. Whole saying of you know, life's a journey, not a destination, kind of thing. I'm playing the game for the gameplay. I don't. I almost don't give a crap how it ends. Yeah, I I, I felt that as well. I felt as I was getting in that home stretch there, I almost kind of didn't want it to end. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just kind of, it was kind of, and that kind of ties into that same feeling I had with shows like Lost and Six Feet Under, where when it was over, right. I was just kind of like, oh man, you know. And Dude, I was, I was lost without Lost. <laughs> <laughs> and Steve, we're one of, huh? and Steve, I feel like, yeah, I never saw, I never watched The Sopranos. Steve, I, I feel like, um, we were one of the few that really enjoyed the ending to Lost as well. Yeah, I did like the ending of that show. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta watch it just so I'm on the same par with you guys with Lost. You may hate it. I might. Fair warning. (laughs) I don't think Randy will hate it. I don't think so. Let's not not spoil that. I don't want to go in that direction. (laughs) Almost every episode we almost spoil Lost. Almost spoil Lost. Because it's so good. (laughs) (laughs) Um... You know, I gotta, I gotta say about the uh, the music of this game. I thought the music was yeah, awesome. the music's good, mm-hmm. really good. And in fact, um, the guy who did the music for it, his name is escaping me right now, but he he actually, you know, his big claim to fame is just music for Telltale games. And oh, I think really? it's kind of impressive that he 
shows that range because a lot of Telltale games like, say, Sam and Max definitely do not have the same tone as The Walking right. Dead. And I really think he nailed the music in this. Well, that's cool. Yeah, it's, it did show his range. Have you played Sam and Max? Like, I've, I've played know. a few Sam and Maxes in the past. Uh, and like I said, for the last, uh, for the last uh, episode of, uh, of Elder Speak, I wanted to do... Um, I wanted to do the Sam and Max Christmas game, but I didn't, uh, uh, I didn't pick it up. Oh, yeah, yeah, I like I liked the music. There's a couple themes in there that are, like, really, I mean, really, like, I would never listen to the soundtrack. Cause oh, because like you'll, you'll go, like, instantly into a depression. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like this depressing <laughs> music. But, uh, yeah, like, uh, like Dear Esther, like, uh, you know, cool music, not something I would listen to outside of the game. Because I don't want to like kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I want to live to the next day. But yeah, I agree. Cool music. Yeah, yeah. Oh, another one I wanted to ask you guys about. What was the the old the dad's name? The old man I forget his Larry. name. Larry. Larry. What did you guys do with Larry in the in the locker? I Dropped that salt lick right on his head. I uh, tried. So did I. Oh, okay. So did I, I tried to help Lily resuscitate him, and then and uh. then Kenny did it. And yeah. so yeah, that, Kenny does it like mid conversation, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, it's like mid mid yeah, mid word. <laughs> That's great. It's like, look just over like, there, blam. Like, plops it right down on his head. It's like, oh man. That's great. Yeah, that was a pretty brutal scene. Uh yeah, so that caused some tension between me and Kenny for a while. And like I said, I was trying to play this real balanced thing, but uh, that one I kind of took a hard stance on it. Um and as a result, I don't know for you like later on Lily saved my ass during that uh, farm sequence. There was a part where I almost got killed, and she came out with a sniper. She does, yeah, she does not save you there. Okay, yeah, she, yeah, she came out with a sniper rifle, and she she helped me out. So, okay, that was Did which. You... Oh, that was another thing I didn't like. Actually, there's there were like two points in the game where there's like quick timers you have to lose. I think yeah. that was one of them, and I hated that. I smashed that Q button for like ten minutes, and I, I just <laughs> thought. I guess I'm just gonna let go, and then and then it went on. I was like, you know, how are you supposed to know you gotta lose a quick time? Yeah, like, yeah. What the heck? Yeah, Fun the- fact, by the way, uh, if you smash the Q button and the left mouse button at the same time, it, it doubles up your your uh, button bashing. See, I mm. I actually, and this may make me a horrible person, but I I played it with the Xbox controller. Oh, it doesn't make you I'm, a horrible person. <laughs> I meant to bring that. I meant to bring that up actually. Um, I love how seamlessly it works. If you yeah, just have the Xbox controller, you just push the the directional key on it, mm-hmm. and suddenly it works. Yeah, there were a couple um, times where it got messed up. Where like I guess I hadn't used the controller in a while, and then <laughs> and then a decision would come up, and it would have the PC interface, and then I'd real quick try to like hit a button or uh, and I would end up right. selecting the wrong thing. So I think there was a couple dialogue things where I screwed up uh, and and didn't even know what I picked. Um, I was gonna say first off, I love the fact that the Q, the quick time button is Q. I like that made me kind of laugh. I don't know if that was <laughs> I don't know if that was intentional or not. But I was gonna time, say, I played um, episode five with the Xbox controller because I just I, I was playing on PC and I decided to just hook up. I was playing on a laptop and I decided to just hook the laptop up to my TV through HDMI. So I plugged in the Xbox controller and de- did episode five that way, and. I thought it was a. I thought it worked pretty well, considering. I mean, obviously, doing keyboard and mouse is the preferred method for a game like this. But uh, yeah, like you guys said, it was a pretty seamless, uh, like transition, and you know, it tells you all the button commands on screen, so it's not like, mm-hmm. you know, you're fumbling or whatever. So, 
Yeah, it was yeah. definitely easier for the QuickTime stuff to just sit there hammering the A oh, button. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, what I didn't like, though, for the QuickTimes on using the controller is that they, um, I'm pretty certain they mix up the buttons. Yeah, so you would, uh, you would hammer A, 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 and then to like finish, like to, to push the zombie off you, you'd have to hit, it might flash to X, or it would flash right. to Y. And then I think there were times even like the same exact event, if you failed it and went back. It wasn't ever the it same It was a twice. different button, right. It yeah, was, yeah so and that, that way threw me off. Yeah, yeah in, on PC, it's always Q and then E to finish off the uh, action. Okay, yeah. see, but I felt like there was enough. They gave you a kind of a nice margin of error, so, like, you could kind of look at it for a second and then do it. Like, you didn't have to do it, like, right. instantaneously or you failed. I felt like there was, there was a little bit of wiggle room there, so it wasn't too bad. Hmm. Right. And you know what? This is how stupid I am. I'll admit this for the uh, for the benefit of the show. What an idiot I am! Like I think it was somewhere towards the beginning of episode four where I realized that you could also use the trigger button to do the same thing as A. Which so like mm. in most cases, if you had to like shoot, oh, okay, huh. you could use the trigger, the right trigger button, which is you know for shooters what you shoot with. So right. and that makes sense. So but what I was doing was this weird and I'm going to show this on the on the webcam to these guys but obviously this is going to do nothing for you people <laughs> listening at home. So like I would I would be like using the left thumb I would be using my thumb on the right thumbstick and like my, oh my index God. finger on the left <laughs> so I was basically using both thumbsticks with two fingers of the same hand and then like hitting the A button to shoot. And I did that through uh. the first 3 episodes of the game like a moron and oh then my God. and then because well the thing is the on-screen cues never tell you or if they did i missed it early in the that. game and they never tell you again that you can do the same action with the right trigger right. which makes it so much easier and then once i realized that it kind of changed the way i played the game <laughs> for the sure. remainder of it but yeah so that, uh, i was a little embarrassed when i realized that i'm like oh man what a moron i oh well I really hope that the decisions that you make when you separate from Krista and uh, Omir, Omid, Omid, Omid. Why do I keep getting messed up? We, we're both getting them mixed up. It's because of you, Steve. <laughs> you and your Pikmin. But anyway, I really hope that, that the decisions that the that the commands that you kind of tell them as you split up. I hope that that plays a role in season two, episode one. Yeah, right, I'm yeah. I'm curious. I'm curious to see what they do. I want to see are they going to bring Clementine back? Are they going to have her meet up with someone else? I I see that's what I'm kind of hoping. I'm hoping that maybe if you if you made the right decisions that maybe those two will be, you know, those two instead of zombies or maybe yeah. if you told them to do something completely different, maybe I, they they will be a zombie, you know, a couple I of did zombies. find something interesting uh and I don't know if this means anything, but someone uh I think it might have been on the Telltale on the Telltale forums, actually, I guess they they did something where they could open the program in and actually look at the files, you know. And uh, the models that were used for those two characters off walking in the distance were zombie models. Oh, really? Yeah. Now maybe they just did that to be kind of uh, you know vague, and yeah. and, and so maybe it could have been them, uh, Omid right. and, and Krista, but. That's what because the rest of because the rest of the characters have very definitive body structures, mm -hmm. right? You know, whereas the zombies are all pretty cookie cutter. Yeah, right. And they, they may have done that on purpose just to right. Huh. So, but yeah, I mean, uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do. I I don't know. I, I 
I'd almost be kind of uh, happy to see it just go in a totally different direction and some new characters and, and yeah. start at a different point in the comic book, maybe, and go somewhere else yeah. with it. Um, that way they don't have any baggage from, from this. Uh, that was a nice thing about this, I think, really. Uh, uh, compared, it didn't come, You didn't come into it with any baggage from the show or the comic book because yeah. it was just all new people, a whole new scenario. It was playing out in a time that you never see in the comic book because the comic book is all told from Rick's perspective, just like the show pretty much right. where, you know, he wakes up in the hospital and then boom, it goes from there. So we're seeing the time period while Rick was in the hospital in a coma and what kind of played out. Um, so I think that that was a, a big benefit of the game is that it didn't have all that, you know, you weren't coming into it with like, you know, it was nice seeing Herschel. It was nice seeing Glenn, seeing them right. before everything went down. Uh, um, it was kind of cool seeing, uh, you know, Glenn's son get it. And then ultimately he's yeah. he's one of the guys in the barn later on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you that mean was Herschel's son. Yeah, what yeah, did I say, like Glenn? Glenn? Glenn's son, yeah. Oh, but Herschel's yeah. son, yeah. Sorry, yeah, Herschel's son, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and it was kind of cool seeing Glenn and hanging out with him a little bit. Uh but was it was the voice actor for Glenn the same because he sounded really similar? No, it wasn't. It wasn't? I, I looked that up. I was interested. No, it was someone completely different. Huh? Another tell job. He was another Telltale uh, veteran. No wow. kidding. Yeah, I think most of the people were. Most of the people on the uh, on the voice cast were all. As I went on their IMDb pages, I saw a lot of Telltale games. Hmm. Yeah, I liked this game a lot. It, it, it definitely. Because I almost fell out of love with the show after season two. And season three, even though I was picking it back up again, it was kind of like, oh, I don't know. But then playing this right. game, I was like, oh, oh, yeah. I, I Not only gotta, do I got to go back and watch the show again, but I need to, like, read the comics and, and you know, find out as absolutely much as I can about this thing. So, so I really think that this game is good. I actually think that the game is better than the TV show. I, I agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I yeah. And in well. some ways, I think it's better than the comics, to be honest with you. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think high praise, uh, high praise from from a, a, fan, a, from fan, a fan, a fan, a fan. Is yeah, himself. I mean, well, I mean, it's also a more focused story. I mean, the comic book has been going on with characters coming and going for you know a pretty long time now, and and uh, you don't have the benefit of sitting down and doing a marathon session. Well, I mean, if you start reading it now, you can because you can read the com the uh, the big hardbound copies or or whatever. But I mean, right. when you're reading it week to week or month to month, uh, you don't have that benefit of kind of just plowing through the story and everything's kind of drawn out. And then the new issue comes out, and you're like, okay, what the hell happened last time? Oh yeah, okay, now I'm caught up. You know, so right, right. so I I think that. Uh, it, it it has a little bit of an advantage in the fact that it could be a more focused story than, mm. than the comic is at times. Things in the comic, plot lines just kind of fly out the window, and you know, that's just the way it is with comic books. So, yeah, yeah. Do you now? You you guys? Did you guys both marathon through it basically, or or did you kind of take your time with it? I think Phil really hammered through. Yeah, it. yeah. I got through it in like three days. That's I crazy. went. It took me about. Uh, maybe a little over a week. There so was not a, bad. Almost a couple, like a day, an episode, or like a little longer on some episodes. Uh, yeah, I don't think I ever. Uh, maybe I think episode four might have been the only one that I sat down and played through in one session. Wow, uh, I think that's one all, of the longer ones too. I think. Yeah, I think all most of them were all done. And and episode five, I did in one session. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Uh, um, but yeah, one, two, and three were kind of spread out uh, for a couple days each. Um, 
just because, like I said, it was kind of bumming me out. <laughs> <laughs> and and was five, like, five was pretty short. I mean, it was essentially like an ending, you know? Yeah, yeah. Just like, I don't think five was much longer than an hour or so. Yeah, it was like, yeah, probably like an hour and 20 minutes, I'd say. Which I think they missed a big opportunity because they didn't have five out in time for Halloween. And it would have been great for them to have mm. that out on Halloween, but they, they missed yeah. it by a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, well. Oh, well. What about, uh, you know, here's here's one. When at the beginning of episode, I think it's two, might be the beginning of episode three. I can't recall right now, but it, I, I'm pretty sure it's the beginning of episode two where you and Kenny are out like scrounging for supplies. And you see a woman walk out in the middle of the street, and there's like she's crazy, she's totally filthy, and she's just screaming her head off. And there's zombies oh, all around yeah, her. Yeah. Did you did you uh, did you shoot her and put her out of her misery, or did you let her get nommed on? Oh, I let her get eaten. I let her get eaten. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up doing that part twice, and it was because Steam was having something was going on with Steam that night when I was playing it, and I didn't get the achievements for the first couple things I did. And I know this is ridiculous, but. I wanted the achievements. It was kind of how I was marking my progress because you basically get an achievement every time you finish a milestone. Like a sub-chapter kind of Right, thing. yeah, like yeah. a sub-chapter, right, right. So the first time I did that part, I shot her. And basically the repercussions of shooting her is that now the zombies know you're there and you have to get into the pharmacy and you have a very small amount of time to get, uh, supplies. get, get supplies and get the hell out of there. Um, so... I went back, had to do it again, um, and the second time I decided, you know what, I'm just going to see how it plays out if I don't shoot her and just let the zombies munch on her and I'll, I'll go. <laughs> and, and I was actually, that was a part that kind of disappointed me because in reality, I might have gotten maybe about 45 more seconds in the store okay. than had I just shot her. Um, right, right. And then that, that was it. So yeah. uh, that was a... <laughs> That was the only time in the entire game where I, I replayed something and deviated from what I did the first time, and mm-hmm. I was so unimpressed with the result that I never bothered to do it again. Now, maybe there were some decisions that would have really, you know, caused some crazy shit to happen. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, for me, after that, I was just kind of like, I'm just going to stay the course and do what I think I should do. Because I did kind of resi- – I, I regretted that decision a little bit uh, – just because of the way I was playing Lee, I felt like he would have shot her and, you know, put risked himself, his own safety, to maybe make someone's death a little more, you know, less horrible. Yeah, no, I get you. That was your Lee. My Lee was the hardcore survivalist and didn't want to waste the round or, or give away his presence to mm-hmm. the zombies, yeah. you know? Although, so. although the, <laughs> the one thing was that Kenny did uh, like it better that I just, you know... He was pissed when I shot her. That's actually one thing that I do want to say. Kenny, I feel like Kenny's character could have been a little bit better based on the decisions that you you do throughout the game because there's times where he's unexplainably a dickhead to you, even mm-hmm. though you've been like super nice to him. Um, and you're like, hey man, why are you why are you calling me out on this this one minor decision? You know, he, yeah. he throws you under the bus a couple of times in some arguments, and that and that kind of bothered me. But I don't know, maybe that makes him more human that he that he's randomly a dickhead like that mm. right um you know i'll say I'll, I'll say this one final thing about this game and, and then i guess i'll kind of round out uh my my arguments i really liked the game and and uh, i think it's funny that you said that it didn't do anything revolutionary um phil because i i, mm-hmm. I really think it it did in some regards a lot of people looked to heavy rain and they they considered it this this big revolutionary kind of game but 
I think the only thing that Heavy Rain really had over on The Walking Dead was just the graphical fidelity of the game. I think Walking right. Dead had better gameplay, better story, and the fact that I can replay The Walking Dead um, says a lot about it. Whereas I played Heavy Rain one time, I don't ever want to play it again because I know who the killer is, you know? Right. Um, so I think in terms of storytelling, I think it does a lot of really good and really uh, original things that hopefully other games are going to kind of take a cue from. So that's well, it. I'm, I, I think it's a really good game. I think that they can improve on a ton of shit, and I hope they mm-hmm. do with Season 2. And uh, the moment that they let pre-orders happen for Season 2, I'm going to throw all my monies at them just so I can play it as soon as it's out. Cool. Well, why don't we... Um, this is a bit, a bit, bit of a long episode. Why don't we hit some... Uh community feedback yes yes we received a lot of community feedback on this episode uh so much in fact that we're going to take turns reading it (laughs) (laughs) and thank you everybody for doing all the feedback i realize that this is a big turnout because it's a game that everybody's played whereas like say nitronic rush not that many people have either heard of it or played it so yeah no it's it's cool to get this much phil why don't you take it away sure this is from cordis cz if i said your name right um, great story-driven adventure. I totally love it, even if it's more like an interactive comic with few gaming elements. So. And this one is uh, from Jason at Facebook, which is kind of funny because it was just talking about uh, heavy rain. Jason, um, <laughs> <laughs> press X to Jason. Say that again. I never actually played Heavy Rain, but I like I've heard so much of the Jason. Oh, yeah, there's, like there's a the, point where Jason's lost in the mall and you're trying to find him, and it just keeps popping up on screen for X to call out Jason, and he uses the same intonation <laughs> over and over again. Jason! That's Jason! Pretty good. Anyway, Jason writes... Sorry, bud, I, I don't want to be making fun of your name. Um, this game is the this game is great. The decisions you make actually matter as the story progresses. Some decisions are hard to make. Some help the situation. Some don't. Even if you're not a fan or if you are a fan, it doesn't matter. It's fun to pick up and try. This one was left uh, by Wrestling Theme Remix on YouTube. Uh, He said, The Walking Dead is amazing, and I don't normally like adventure games, but I love the shit out of that game. And also the (laughs) ending, single tier. Love the shit out of that game. (laughs) This is from Gooker from Facebook. Well, it surely was an experience. I liked the art style and the voice acting. Uh, The only thing that bothered me was the weird places you had to click. Uh, to uncuff the, or to unlock, I'm sorry, to unlock the handcuffs, you had to click on the chain and not the actual lock. Hmm. Um, was somewhat confusing at times. Aside from that, though, it's an interesting game. The timer you had during the dialogue added t- to the tension, and the writing was already great to begin with. I'd say Telltale did a good job with this one. Oh, yeah, yeah, I could agree with that. This is from Scott on Facebook. He writes, holy shit, son, game was good. Wow. <laughs> That's actually how he wrote it out, too. Yep. Uh, and Lau, uh, also on Facebook, said, It is definitely one of the games of 2012 that I enjoyed immensely. Great writing with some very memorable characters. While the game does a pretty good job in making the player feel like they do have an impact on the story, even though it isn't exactly true. Oh, uh, not to forget about the amazing voice acting in the game, especially Clementine's voice acting. I highly recommend this game to anyone, even if they are not a gamer. 
Antonis said, Game of the Year. I enjoyed the game so much, and the fact that they released an episode every one to two months makes it even better. Voice acting and generally all the characters are well made, but the duo Lee and Clementine is so good. I would like to say that when the this generation began, there was so much talk about episodic episodic gaming. I feel like Telltale is the only company that really they did it right. Did it, yeah, did yeah. it right, and and multiple times at that. And the episodes were worthwhile to play, you know. Right. Whereas it wasn't like just some crappy downloadable content. Uh, you know that was that was just pretty much pass overable. Anyway. Earl from Facebook writes, A game where you really care, empathize, and sympathize with most, if not all, the characters, especially Lee and Clem. The story is heartbreakingly good, and the atmosphere is really well done and will suck you right in. The choices given in the game will test your humanity and critical thinking when placed in the same situation as Lee. You know, actually, as we're reading these comments, I'm kind of wondering how they're going to top this Lee and Clem relationship in Season 2. Yeah, I don't know. It's a tall order. Yeah. Uh, Pierre uh, wrote to us on Facebook and said, Awesome game, great characters, interesting graphics, dynamic feelings, and awesome stories. And Liam, the story and characters were great. The fact that Clem could actually make you feel guilty for being an ass amazed me at first. I didn't realize how much I had to had come to care about some of the characters. The actual gameplay mechanics were kind of wonky at times. Um, and I failed some of the shooting sequences. Yeah, like, I I agree. Like, there was a couple of sequences I lost, too. Like, um, the beginning of episode two where the zombie's getting you in the back of the truck. Me, too. Uh, I died on that maybe, like, seven times. Me, too. It took a long time for me to figure out what the game wanted yeah. me to do in that Because you, like, had a rock back and forth. And, mm-hmm. like, that was not, like, a command you ever had to do at that point, And you mm-hmm. didn't have, like, any, like, oh. time to... That, that part made me mad, too. So. Ooh, did you chop yeah. off that guy's leg? Hell yeah. Mm. That leg came right the off. One, the, one, the, <laughs> the, one in, the one stuck in the uh, the bear trap out in the woods. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think twice about that. Yeah, it came right, <laughs> right off. Right off. Yeah, because that's the guy who attacks you in the truck, right? <laughs> yeah, he might, yeah, he might as well have never had a leg to begin with. That's how fast <laughs> it came off. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Uh, so thank you guys very much. That's awesome. We really appreciate all the feedback. Uh guys take the time to send that stuff in and really just kind of you know makes our uh, night go a little better so mm-hmm. thank you very much uh so what do we think here are we going to wrap this up here i mean we've this i think yeah. this might be the longest episode uh i don't even know if this is going to fit on youtube do you it's okay you it's, a, a it's a big game you know and and you know i'll say this is my final thing about that i'll say about the game i'm really kind of mad that sites out there reviewed each an individual episode to the game and yeah. gave it its own score. That that kind of drives me crazy. The, the, the game is a game. It's episodes one through five, and right. they make The Walking Dead the video game. Right. So, yeah, I agree with it, that sentiment. I, I'm, I'm f- yeah, I mean... I was just yeah. going to say, I'm glad I, I'm glad I waited to play it so that I could do it all in one... In, right. And play them sequentially, yeah, over like a week, a week and a half. Right. I mean, it would be like if... You know, any other game, maybe they just release like one level every week or something, and they're and they're reviewing that one level. Like I, I know what you mean, Randy. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I mean they could they could say here's our thoughts or here's our right. Uh, you, you know, but don't don't put a score on the damn thing because it's not right. over yet. I mean, right. I'm not saying that this would have happened, but say one episodes one, two, and three were awesome, and episodes four and five were just a hot mess. You know, that completely changes the way you even look at episodes one through and three. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I agree. Silly. 
I'm done talking. Like awesome if, game. like if, for example, like 30 years ago, somebody made three movies that were really good, and then 30 years later made uh, three new movies that weren't any good, and then it completely tarnished your opinion of the uh, original three movies. I, I don't, I'm speaking very vaguely right now, not about anything specific. But what about what about the possibility that maybe three more movies may be made that could fix could redeem all six of the other movies? <laughs> wow. You just That's a, that mind. is a tall that is a I tall think my order. mind just exploded. I don't know. <laughs> we will see. Or will we? I don't know. The world may end tomorrow. No, that's true. I forgot. You got no one might ever even ever hear this episode. Shit. Oh. I'll try oh, well. to I'll try to get it up quickly then. Alright. So that that about does it, I guess, for this episode. Uh this is our final episode of two thousand twelve. Uh which is kinda cool. And uh mm-hmm. it's been quite a year, I have to say, for the show. Uh uh, just on a quick aside, I mean, we've, I feel like the show has grown a lot. We've kind of uh, hit our stride as far as the way we do things. Uh, our, uh, I won't get into specifics of numbers, but our subscriber base has increased uh, quite a bit over the last year. And uh, it's it's really feels nice to, to put the show out there and have people actually listening to it. And we really appreciate you guys uh, every, every uh, couple of weeks checking us out and listening to the show and leaving us feedback and it uh it, it really makes it feel worthwhile for us and i promised myself i wasn't going to cry but uh oh. <laughs> but you're thinking of clementine <laughs> i'm thinking of clementine again <laughs> you know but uh no so thank you guys very much and uh you know wherever you are we hope you have a uh, happy holiday season and uh we'll be coming back in january uh we're going to do uh kind of a a year review kind of thing uh, for for the show where we're going to talk about the games we played last year and just kind of do a little bit of a summary thing, uh, and then we'll be back on schedule doing uh, actual games again. That that's the plan anyway for right now. Um, but yeah, so uh, be sure to check out OtterGeek.com. Uh, head over to the Twitch TV page. Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus. We're even on there now. Uh, if you like the show, uh, and uh, make sure you subscribe. Uh, on the YouTube channel, and if you wouldn't mind, if you want to have a, a downloadable audio version of the show that also con- usually contains some music and stuff, um, head over to iTunes, uh, Zune, or Xbox Music, whatever it's called now, uh, or Stitcher Radio. We're on all three of those places. And, um, yeah. What do you, you guys have anything to add before we... Recommend uh, us to your friends. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make suggestions for games that we should play in future shows. We're all down, we're down with that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're we're always open to suggestions. So, uh, yeah, please let us know. Phil, would you like to uh, leave us? Phil with fell anything? asleep. Good. Uh, I hope everybody has a great holiday. And um, hey, we'll uh, the three of us will be at Magfest together on um, I believe that Saturday. So if anybody wanted to come say hello to the Game Club crew, more than welcome. Yep, January four through. Is that right? Yeah, January 4th through 3? How the hell does that work, calendar? <laughs> January, <laughs> January 4 through 6 is when we're going to be in D.C. at uh, at MAGFest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So come by and say hello. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. All right, guys. Cool. Thank you very much again for listening to the Game Club. And we will be back uh, sometime in early January with our year in review. Uh, and stay safe out there and have a good holiday season and we will see you then. The top, the crags and cliffs
lifts the air is thin. So we'll find a mountain path on down the hill. Meet me where the snow melt flows. It is there, my dear, where we'll begin again. Skip and stones, braiding hair. Last year's antlers mark the trail. Take us back, oh, take us back, oh, take us, take us back. Take us back, oh, take us back, oh, take us. Stop.